Okay, testing, testing, one, two, three. How's it going, Greg? Fantastic, it's a beautiful afternoon here in Southern California. Uh, we're here drinking beer together. Doesn't really get much better than that. How are you doing today? I am, uh, like you, I'm fantastic. We have you know clear skies, unlimited visibility, it's light breeze, probably uh, high 70s. I feel bad for our South Ohio friends that I think got some snow the past couple days. But, um, you know, speaking of that, that's basically what we're, we're recording right now, really, is just kind of a quick placeholder, kind of bonus content introduction. We are planning on having some shared content that's going to be hosted by the Whiskey and Watches guys, talking a little bit about the upcoming Formula One season and about car racing in general. So this is really not intended to be an episode or anything like that, but just a quick, you know, check in with the listeners and like to say preamble. hello to everybody. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, we're on location here at uh, Ogopogo in San Gabriel, California, um, and uh, I'm excited for this conversation that that uh, that everybody should be able to to hear right after this. Um, pretty pretty good timing. I think the season starts right in front of us. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, I did it. So that was actually Greg's little boy who just discovered how to do a uh, a locking carabiner. And he's stoked. He's got it. <laughs> yeah, that plays really well into our, our adventuring theme that we discussed on our last episode. We were, you know, hiking and playing outside. So I think, you know, he's working on building out his, his kit. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, you got to work on the little uh, the motor <laughs> skills. The fine motor skills are important. So, so we're actually recording on an iPhone right now. And we're literally kind of doing the most gorilla of gorilla podcasting kind of methods. What are you drinking right now? I have an Irish stout in front of me. Uh, this was a Omakase beer selection. I, I, I placed my uh, all my faith in Matt to order order one up while I was keeping the kids entertained. And uh, before that, we each had a flight, yeah, which was quite nice. I, had, I think I had the um, there was a Mexican lager, which was really good. Sometimes Mexican lagers can be you know kind of pedestrian or or really tasty, and this one was great. Uh, they've got a couple of pastry sours. I think each of us tried a different one, and they were quite quite nice. Sour IPA was really nice, and then there was a, uh, a double IPA. They called it the Strategic Partnership. So, really varied uh, beer menu, and a, a, not a you know every single one of them was a winner. Um, but this stout is quite nice as well. Um, what do you what do you have in the glass? So I've got a Schwartz beer. So this is basically a, like a, a dark lager, kind of German style. Um, it's not smoked or anything like that, but it's definitely dark. It's a little bigger, rounder kind of mouthfeel. Like you, I had one of the pastry sours. That's a, a revelation to me. I've never had anything like that. And it was fairly big. Usually sours tend to be a little bit lighter Agreed. in terms of the I appreciated the heat. that. And this was, uh, I think, about 8.5% ABV. So, yeah. you know, tread lightly. But this place is really kind of fun. This is, uh, again, Ogopogo, literally O-G-O-P-O-G-O. Brewing in San Gabriel, SoCal's. If you like a good beer experience, this is a fun place to come. You should check it out. Everything I've had so far has been great. Yeah, no, this is fun. We, you know, we've had a chance to talk about this one. I think we've each, you know, grabbed a couple, you know, four or sixers to take away from some of our favorite other places, like Vendome. I know has it, and a few other places. So it's cool to come over here and actually see the place. It's a super accessible. Lots of indoor and outdoor seating. Um, pretty friendly for, for dogs and kids. And um, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a fun spot for sure. We've been talking about it for a few weeks, so I'm glad to be able to see it in person. Yeah, totally. And there's, again, this is an industrial part of San Gabriel. There's a, uh, like a muscle car shop next door. So really good car watching here, little, really good motorcycle watching. And again, just to you know, kind of put a bow on this, 
Speaking of cars, this is really just, as we say, kind of a placeholder to ask you if you're listening to this now, navigate over on whatever podcatcher you're using, find Whiskey and Watches, and listen to the episode on the Formula One upcoming season. We talk a little bit, I expect, about our predictions, kind of which teams are doing what. Speaking of which, it's a... uh, sounds of naturally aspirated v8 right there <laughs> so let's uh i'm interested i want to I, you know i don't want to spoil the conversation i think you guys can have a pretty pretty rich uh discussion about about this but you know what you know as you're sort of i think as a layperson, right so i'm sort of on the the, the drive to survive uh you know programming calendar right. i know you you watch live you know in season you catch a lot of content you also watch drive to survive so maybe we could just kind of riff on like you know what we've seen from the last season, and and maybe just I'd love to pepper you with a few questions, and, and maybe uh, you know just get a, a dialogue between the two of us before you guys dive into the you know the main content, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, I think um, it'll be interesting, and yeah, for the listeners, if you can hear that, that is a uh, that is a Shelby Mustang doing test runs up and down the street here. Um, I'm interested to see really kind of whether or not this is going to be more prediction oriented or not. This is a conversation we're about to have. I have a feeling that in 2022, it's going to be all to play for because this is a new set of rules. Um, The engine specs are not changing too much, but there's a lot that's going to be different about aero and chassis setup. There's a a completely different wheel and tire combination. Um, And it may, it may have significant impact on the really the twisty circuits in general um, and to see which you know which teams are going to be advantaged at what kind of circuit so somebody like a Mercedes which is kind of an engine focused team you know may have advantages certain places and uh, you know other teams that do more with you know chassis setup and aero may be advantaged more at, at low speed tracks but who knows um, testing has been going on i mean this is this is the weekend basically of the second session of testing next weekend is the first actual race and we will see uh, because it looks like ferrari's got a good package uh it looks like red bull has a good package uh and it looks like mercedes is maybe on the back foot but you know that could easily be them with a couple of big bags of sand in the trunk and you know doing their usual thing and, and psyching everybody out you know, I think it would be really curious for me. I think, you know, we talked about this, I think definitely offline, of course. I don't know if we, I can't remember if we, if we did this online or not, but I think the, the the way that Netflix is packaging Drive to Survive is awesome. I think some of the, basically the non-NFL, non-NBA sports leagues are probably, you know, drooling over the way that they're bringing people into the sport that maybe is niche for sort of the mainstream. And, um, you know, in typical, like, Netflix production value, it's super high. The way the storytelling is very compelling. And I guess the big question for me is, does it drive me to tune in live this season? Because I have not, you know, since I started watching Drive to Survive. But I I won't miss an episode of Drive to Survive. And I've already binged four or five episodes, you know, in the last 24 hours. Right. I think, I mean, my advice, obviously, is if you have the ability to do so, you know, tune in and catch a couple races. For somebody like you who's just kind of becoming aware of you know motorsport and formula one in general you know drive to survive is a a really great um property you know as a as a media 
It's very good content. You know, yeah, but it's uh, it's not the same as watching races. And right. you know, if you have the ability to watch some races, it will really give you a good sense of how things develop, and it'll give you a good sense of what's happening. Where you know, if they do it again for season five, and I don't know why they wouldn't. You know, we're watching season four right now. You know, it'll um, it'll add a lot more context when you catch season five if you can watch a few races and th- see how things go so anyway I, that's my advice if you know if you have the ability to catch ESPN if you've got a DVR because you know most of these things are on European or Middle Eastern time so they're in the morning perhaps right on, they, they, tend, to be, they yeah. tend to be like right. how early uh, quite early 6, 7 a.m.? Oh, sometimes you know, earlier. <laughs> yeah, but okay. yeah, but that's that's probably about right. For, well, I mean, the kids the, don't the sleep European well. I'm up races, at that time. You know, eight, eight to nine hours, you know, time difference. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's doable if you want to set an alarm. Before I had a DVR 10 years ago, 12 years ago, that's ex- literally what I did. Or yeah. I'd stay up until 2 in the morning and watch in Japan. And, you know, just enjoy as much as possible, um, as many races as I could. Yeah. And it was fun. No, it's a it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool thing. I think you know for a number of po- folks who probably haven't traveled a, a great deal over the last twenty four months. Over the last twenty four months, it almost feels like it's a good nice way to kind of pretend or feel like you're kind of in and around. You know, you're doing your kind of global travels, your yeah. Eurocentric and and sort of you know Asian travels as well. It's it's fun and, and you know it's such an international flavor. On the whole, you know, industry, I guess, or, or the sport is a better way to put it. That it's, you know, it feels fun, and um, the personalities are big. Yeah, you know, the the, the stakes are high. I mean, that's kind of everything you want. Yeah, once you sort of know what's going on, then you know everything takes on a different, you know, tone. In other words, it's it's more engaging. You know, you feel more invested in watching and seeing what happens. So, we're gonna have this conversation. Um, you know, we're recording this on a Saturday. We're going to have this conversation on a Monday. And what we're, if you're listening to this now, what we're, again, asking you to do is, like I said, navigate, find whiskey and watches. Chances are, if you're listening to us, you're probably listening to them. Go find that and, uh, you know, listen to what is uh, what is said and hope you enjoy that. Looking forward to hearing you guys. It'll be a, it'll be a blast. Right on. And he's got both of them. And I think with that, we'll sign off. Take care. We'll see you in the comments. Cheers.